0: episode of the Trinity Scoop. I'm your host Claudia Savage and we have a really exciting and fun show coming up today. We are going to be talking to our show regulars Emma Walton and Lee Bell about what is new in the world of TV and film. They have some really exciting new recommendations to keep you entertained over this most miserable of lockdowns. And of course we're going to be talking to Kirsty King about what's new in the world of music. She has loads of recommendations about new artists that we're going to be seeing so much more of in 2021. So if you want to be that person that gets ahead of the curve and says you heard of them first, then you're going to want to listen to that segment today. And we have a very exciting interview with a cork band called The Love Buzz. So they're going to be telling us about their new single, Sainsbury's, how they've been coping with lockdown, uh, what music they've been listening to at the minute, and as well what they hope to do in the future as soon as we can get out and back to concerts and back to having some more fun again. So that's all coming up on this week's episode of The Trendy Scoop.
1: Well, I'm here now is Kirsty King who is our usual regular who's going to be talking to us about everything that's new and everything that is upcoming in the music industry this week thank you for coming on again Kirsty. No
2: worries
1: thanks for having me Claudia. No bother so I'll start out uh, we're in the new year now all very excited we're well and truly in it now February feels like January just blew by there but are there any new artists that we're going to be wanting to keep an eye out for in 2021?
2: yeah definitely there are a few that you might not have heard of um, before this year there might have been a few that you might have just like heard their names but not really like heard much music from but there are a few mm-hmm. um that I feel like will be quite big this year um so I'll go through a few now um so the first one I got here is Yeba um so she's from Arkansas in the USA um and she's her real name is Abby Smith uh, so our stage name is her first name, Backwards, which is quite clever. Um, so, yes, she's set for big solo success this year. Um, in 2019, uh, you may have heard of her. Um, she had guest appearances on Ed Sheeran's Number Six Collaborations project and also on Stormzy's Heavy as the Head and Mark Ronson's Late Night Feelings album. Um, so she's definitely been working songs. with some big names
1: then?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um so yeah, she sang three songs for Mark Ronson's album, and um, it did seem like she might have a solo album on the way in 2019, but then with COVID and everything, I think things probably got pushed back, um, but yes, yeah, she did release one single, Distance, in 2020, so yeah, here's hoping that we'll see a lot more of her in 2021, hopefully an album.
1: Yeah, definitely, so it sounds exciting, things are coming from Yabba and there are another female artist we're talking about
2: yeah so another one is coffee uh, spelled of a k Um, she comes from jamaica and she was actually the first woman to win the grammy award for best reggae album for her five-track ep uh, rapture um so it wasn't actually an album it was an ep so even better that's <laughs> um, crazy she was the
1: first woman to win that so recently
2: I know. I can't believe like no woman had won that before, but uh, it's great to hear. Um, uh, so yeah, in 2020, uh, she released a summer single called "Lockdown," quite apt. Um, and she's been rumored uh to have uh, work uh with Rihanna this year. Um, so we're excited to see if that happens. Um, and hopefully she'll have a new album this year as well.
1: Definitely, it must be a really hard time for a new artist to try and break out because. Like, I suppose they would be opening at tours so and, like, promoting their music and stuff. So it definitely must be hard for them, like, trying to make a name for yourself at a time when you can't even get out of the house, basically. Yeah, definitely. And there's a few young artists who look like they're going to be having a big 2021 and making the most it where they can. So who else do we want to be looking out for?
2: Yes, yeah, so I noticed there's, like, quite a few, like, really young artists just starting out um so one of these is a uh, girl in red and um, her real name is mary olvin and she's 21 years old and she's from norway um and among her famous fans are maddie healy from the 1975 and billy eilish as well and her singing style has been her singer songwriter duty um, who i'm quite a fan of so i'll be quite interested to see um what music she comes out with this year. Um, So she actually started out just recording in her bedroom the last couple of years, um, but more recently she's been performing live. Um, She had her first London show in January, 2019, at 100 people, um, and before headlining the Electric Ballroom at the end of that year in London. Um, And she's had two EPs, and they've been named Chapter One and Chapter Two, which were released in 2018 and 2019. And she's had one single, uh, Midnight Love, in 2020, um, and she's also currently putting the finishing touches to her debut album, World in Red. Um, so yeah, look out for that in 2021.
1: Definitely. So that's very exciting. And I also have Girl in Red, she is very big in the LGBT community. Yeah. I have seen people saying on TikTok, does she listen to Girl in Red? <laughs> so we yeah, all know about that. Yeah, I heard means. that as
2: well. Yeah. I think she is quite big in the LGBT community. I think she's quite um, sort of role model. Um, I heard that as well. So yeah, that's great. Um,
1: it's always a good place for musicians well. to start too, because I say that a lot of like artists to start out in the LGBT community, they're like they're like the best fans to have. Like they're the people that will like ride or die for the people who like that they support. So definitely yeah, good, and that's so definitely, definitely gonna be looking at for Girl in Red, gonna be having a big year, no doubt. And is there any other young artists up and coming at the minute? yeah?
2: Yeah, there is um so another one is uh the 20-year-old Griff or Sarah Griffiths is her full name. Um and she recently made the BBC Sound of 21 2021 list, um and She also soundtracked Disney's Christmas advert uh, with Love is a Compass, uh, which you might've heard um, over Christmas. And she also collaborated with Zed on the song Inside Out. Um, And she released a song, Forgive Myself, uh, last year, which she actually wrote and produced herself. Um, And on top of all that, she's a bit of a fashionista. She makes her own clothes. (laughs) So she's a very talented, uh, 20
1: year old oh my god that's crazy i i hate being this age because you just feel like there's so many people just putting you to shame i'm mean, like she's out here writing producing her own music <laughs> making her own clothes i can barely make my bed <laughs> so, like that's what have griff.
2: i achieved in this time <laughs> i know i
1: know so griff griff is making money moves making music moves so she's another one who's gonna be up and coming in 2021 and then, is there any new bands that you're going to be looking forward to hearing for the rest of the year? Yes.
2: Yeah, so, uh, one band to look out for is Koala, um, and that's that's spelled K-A-W-A-L-A, and they're a five-piece band from London. And at the moment, they're trying to just build a big fan base. Um, they look they look set for a big 2020. Um, having already opened the main stage at the Reading Festival in 2019. And they also toured uh, supporting George Ezra. Um, And last year they actually played in parks um, in the summer last year to like widely spaced groups um, due to social distancing. Um, But yeah, they look like they're set for successful 2021. Hopefully they can get out and um, do some more performances when it's allowed. (laughs)
1: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully hopefully they can, because if they can it means we'll be able to go <laughs> go to college. <concerts. laughs> and then there's more. There's another, another K-pop band. Love a bit of K-pop, yeah. so tell us about them.
2: Yeah, so if you're a fan of Blackpink, uh, there's a new K-pop girl group on the scene in 2021. Uh, there's a South Korean five-piece, and they're known as ITZY, uh, spelled I-T-Z-Y. Um, And they released two EPs in 2020 uh, called It's Me and Not Shy. Um, And the title track from that EP has already had uh, 64 million plays on Spotify. So they're really um, getting quite big, Um, definitely over in South Korea. But I think um, they're starting to get a bit more popular all over the world as well. Um, So, yeah, definitely watch out for them yeah the
1: west is really behind behind the trend on k-pop like we've like bts obviously they've been big in south korea for ages and here for a while but i feel like with the release of dynamite as you're saying bouncing like blackpink like k-pop is starting to get really really big here
2: yeah i think so um yeah i just think it's quite different like the way the bands are so big well quite a lot of them are like quite big it's just like something a bit different that you don't really get here so i think yeah people are interested in it and there's like
1: I want for more of it yeah and I, what I love it, I, what I would love to see about this band Etsy because it's something that I love about Blackpink and, and it's male k-pop bands as well but they have such a k-pop has such a unique style like everything's yeah. so over the top like I love that about k-pop
2: mm, me too
1: <laughs> love so everything over the top <laughs> definitely so that's Etsy who we're gonna be keeping an eye out for as well So definitely, we don't know what 2021 will look like yet, but there's going to be a lot of new music and a great new band to look forward to.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So thank you so much for chatting to me again, Kirsty, and hopefully we'll get talking to you again next week.
2: Yeah, thank you, Claudia. See you next week. So I'm here now
1: with Kieran and Aidan from The Love Buzz. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having us. Class. so do you want to start off a wee bit by telling us about how you got started out as a band and how you got started out in music
3: uh, we got we got started out with music there a few years ago we must have been about 16 but like we had no like interest in music really before that it just like just so happened that one night we were just like oh yeah we'll give it a go you know because we were all kind of lost like young fellas looking for you know something like and we found you know the joys of music like when we started our first band and um yeah two two of us were in the first our, our first band together Aiden was on bass I was on guitar and I was singing so pretty much has changed other than like members um Henry's joined the band now and a few of the other lads have started their own projects and stuff since then but yeah we, we all we got into it at the same time anyway two of us and we've been We've only known what it's like to be in a band, which I, which I'm grateful for. Like we, in music, like we've never felt isolated because we've always had like each other to play with, You know what I mean? Well, like you've never played more than one thing at once because was when I was playing a group, you know.
1: Yes, yeah, so you've always sort of like been creating, creating together. Then.
3: Yeah, and we've always been practicing together, playing together. We like not very often we do stuff alone musically, you know. And I think that's that's what can a, can hold people back from playing a band in the first place is that they get too used to playing on their own. But I suppose I won't know what that's like.
1: So how would you like describe your sound? So like the type of music that you're creating now, and who would be like your major musical inspiration?
3: Um, to describe the kind of music that we make. It's hard like reaching every thought really. Yeah, we 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 like All sorts of music, you know, but we like to make one specific kind of music. We don't really know what it is. It's just like, we like tones of like punk, we like 70s punk, we like 60s psychedelia, we like 90s uh, alternative and like 2000s pop and stuff. And we just kind of mix it all into one. So it's like a bit of everything, a bit of those three genres really just like psych, punk and alternative but with a lick of pop like we like to make pop songs as well at the end of the day. But, uh, yeah.
1: What have you been listening to really like a lot over lockdown then because I think a lot of people have been like listening to more music and watching more tv and stuff what have been your big like sort of lockdown anthems?
3: Um, we listen to a new albums like new stuff but a lot old as well. Like a lot of Irish music that We just see this year. Um, like the new like Fontaine's album, the latest girl band album. Like the new Declan McKenna. He's good. Harry Nielsen. We found Harry Nielsen. Eric Crack. Movie soundtracks, actually. Yeah, movie soundtracks. The cardiacs stomp. And yeah, movie soundtracks, because we've been watching lots of movies. So it's been a lot of movie soundtracks. You know?
1: Well, that's good. You can't play a good movie soundtrack. Well, what are some of your favorites?
3: Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboys soundtrack is um, Somewhere of Stam, by Spike Lee, the soundtrack is good. Yeah. Uh, Garns. Lopper soundtrack is that's, that's cool. Taxi Driver soundtrack. But yeah, we've listened to lots of the scores and stuff. Film scores. Um, We're visiting old pop classics as well. Yeah. But a bit of the Will I Am and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, a bit of Black O'Tees.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure, you love that. Yeah,
3: we've been on like nostalgia posts. Yeah. Tunes we loved when we were like eight.
1: I know, definitely. I think now it's definitely a good time for nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah,
3: big time.
1: And then have you been like writing a lot over lockdown? So the new single that's out now is Sainsbury's. And do you want to talk a little bit about where, where that song came from and what it's about, and what was your sort of process in writing that one? The um,
3: well, Sainsbury's was written maybe four years ago, three and a half years ago. It was written a long time ago. It was written before. Oh, really? Yeah, it was written, it was written before we had done like a gig as the Love Buzz, and it was it's based on a true story like that it actually happened to, to me when I was on holidays in England and um, it's like it like so it goes like i was on a tinder date and then the tinder date got interrupted by some young thugs who kind of beat me up and held a stanley blade up to my face and stuff but it was still a romantic evening it was still i'll never forget and i just had to write a song about it and then the reason that we put it out and like revisited it is because we were writing so much over lockdown, just instrumental bits and stuff. And we came up with a, the, we found the drum loop and the, we wrote the bass line. And then we were like, oh, that song Sainsbury's from all those years ago fits over this. So let's do it again properly. And we did, and yeah.
1: So sort of like mixing, so like maybe like your old your older stuff with the New sort of style?
3: Say that again, sorry?
1: So it's sort of like you're like taking your older stuff, but giving it like a bit of a rejuvenation, like more of your yourself.
3: Yeah, it's kind of hard to write lyrics, you know, because especially when there's nothing going on anymore, like you can't really write off experiences. So you just kind of have to force yourself to be creative, but that's hard sometimes, and it's hard to like you know enjoy what you're playing with. So we just yeah we we sometimes dip back into stuff that I was writing when I was like 18. Because I just think I was better at writing lyrics when I was eighteen than when I'm twenty-two. Because something about uh, youthfulness and carelessness in songwriting is something that can be lost as the years go by. So it's good to get back and see where we were then. You know, Instrumental sounds like an older song anyway, as well. It kind of got like a it feels like a memory, like yeah, so. If I felt right to put an old lyrics over a kind of nostalgic sounding instrumental, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So have you been finding it hard then, like not being able to gig or not being able to get out? Like um, recently?
3: It hadn't really hit us until maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, it hadn't really hit us. Like obviously the whole time we've been like, oh, you know, love to do gig and stuff. But like it really hit us that it's been like and the venue's in court but that got cancelled and the cases went back up and we did a lot of busking, so we we kept active. We kept active in those like three months of summer, you know. But since then, it's been kind of been kind of rough not being able to play. But I feel like the cultural r- cultural there the cultural shift once this is all over, and gigs are just gonna be better than ever, you know.
1: Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean by like a cultural shift? Do you think like pe- do You just mean like people are just gonna be going out more, or like how we're gonna be going I out is gonna be different?
3: I think we all kind of took everything, all of the like avenues of social entertainment, we took it all for granted, you know. And I think everybody knows that we're not gonna take that for granted anymore. Everyone says that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna take a night out for granted anymore. When this is all over, you hear people say that the whole time. It's like. People are just going to turn into yes people, I think, after yeah. this. You're, like, some people obviously might go the other way, but I reckon the majority of people are just going to end up saying yes to everything. See, yeah, we see all, all walks of life out in these in these gigs. Like, you know, I reckon this is going to kind of crack off because people are going to be like, you know, what? I never went to a gig before. I haven't been to, or I haven't been to a gig in a year. Let's let's go to every gig that's happening, you know? This makes sense.
1: Yeah, like people will be a lot more open minded.
3: Mm. Yeah. I reckon so.
1: Yeah, hopefully. And then what is so maybe like it is just like getting back to gigging, but is there anything else like you would really love to do, like when this is all over, when we can get out again and when you can be gigging again? Like what are you really looking, for looking to forward to getting to do?
3: Um really look, looking forward to Gigging and like going on a night out uh, in random towns around Ireland, like we really miss it. Like, or just being able to go driving, to, like up to Derry or something, you know, we just miss the little things, you know, but just generally getting pitched, meeting new people, playing tunes and dancing, you know, it's just the simple things in life. You know?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the longer this has gone on, the lower the bar's got for everyone of just what you want to be able to do again.
3: That's so true. Let's be able to rent out a cinema. That'd be good.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think like even like little things like cinema and all like that's just all the type of stuff that you miss. Then another thing I was thinking: Do you have? like a real like a real dream venue or like a dream city somewhere somewhere in the world or somewhere in Ireland that you should really love to go to, to to play or to gig
3: um I reckon like a dream venue for me in Ireland would be like the academy or the Olympia in Ireland that'd be a good one but like there's no city that we haven't really touched on we haven't played in Belfast yet that's like the one major city we haven't touched it's on true. yet the missing jewel and the crown like what um, else?
4: Love to play uh,
3: more European countries as well. Like, we just love to be able to be at a place where we could comfortably tour around Europe. That's like the dream from the beginning. I just been able to get a holiday, a place for itself. Uh, you know? Yeah, definitely.
1: That's as good, good, good a goal as Annie.
3: Berlin. So. Uh,
1: and do you have any, the new single that is out now, do you have any more plans to release like anything else going forward or releasing anything more
3: um, in the, the next few
1: months?
3: The last two songs that we released um, were like recorded over the summer alongside three other tunes. So we recorded five songs over the summer. And the next thing that we plan on releasing is just everything else. So it's uh, yeah, we're releasing it on Spotify, all streaming services, and we're going to release it on vinyl as well. We already have like a pre-order up on our website. If anybody wants to uh, pre-order one, they'll be coming in like a month or two, something like that. But yeah. basically, we're releasing yeah, a good few. Years. that's
1: good it's good everyone needs to keep an eye on you then yeah what are your socials that everyone can follow you on and stay up to date with what's going on
3: um yeah just the lovebuzz.com it's all there like we send out newsletters we have news yeah sign up up to the newsletter we have like yeah um, www.lovebuzz.com everything's there you know
1: yeah, that's great. So be sure to go to the Love website and follow them on their Instagram as well. Stay tuned for more updates and to listen to the new single scenes which is on Spotify right now. Thanks so much for chatting with me today.
3: Thank you. Thanks very much.
1: So I am here now with our show regulars, Emma Wall and Lee Bell, who are going to be talking to us about their TV recommendations for the week. Thank you so much for coming on again, girls. Thanks, no Olivia. worries
4: at all thanks for having us again as always
1: i know always very excited to have you on and we can just uh, talk about what we've been watching instead of being productive and doing work
4: no we never we never want to do that
1: obviously not so um the weekly ritual of i can't remember who we started with last week so uh we will start this week with emma as the host of the show i'm deciding, emma what is your first recommendation of the week
4: okay so my first recommendation is soul so it's a disney movie that came out it's a pixar movie that was obviously supposed to come out in the cinema but it didn't come out because of covid and they released it for free on disney plus on christmas day and it's me and um my housemate watched it last night and it was an extremely emotional experience it gives like inside out vibes and it tells the story of um what's his name it's played Jimmy Fox, and he plays, like, Joe Gardner, and he's, like, a middle school band teacher, but he always wanted to, play, has always wanted to play his own music, he loves jazz, like, that's his, like, reason for living, and then he finally gets, like, the gig of a lifetime, and then he gets into an unexpected accident, so then his soul is going to the great beyond, but he's, like, no, I finally got my chance, so I'm gonna go back to Earth, so then it's by how he's trying to get his soul to get back to his body but it it's like a really nice lore about like how souls are created and like how our souls like form themselves and how each one's different and um things like that and it's just a really nice film and if you liked Inside Out you'll definitely like this if you like Pixar you'll definitely like it the animation was beautiful that it was so funny and so witty and it was really great and the music was very jazzy so if you like jazz um this is the you film like as well i like <laughs> jazz um so yeah it, it it was really it was a really nice heartwarming watch as with pixar like it's really funny and you're enjoying it but then there's that moment near the end where you have this like, really emotional like realization and a real emotional epiphany so the message of the film is to like live your life um as it comes and enjoy every moment that you can um, so it's a really beautiful message, really heartwarming watch, but very funny and very entertaining. So that's soul on Disney Plus, and it had so many famous people in it, like so many famous voices, like Richard Aywadi, Graham Norton um had like voice um characters in it, but the main two is Jimmy Fox and Tina Fey. She plays them um, a soul who has never been able because Ryan well, needs to explain this part to get to Earth, the souls have to get complete an earth pass. So she's never been able to complete her earth pass because she can't find her spark. So then he decides is like her to help find her spark. So that's why her trying to find her spark for living is whatever it is. So um yeah. So he yeah, so he tries to help her do that. So that's another part of the movie. Um so yeah it's really good. So I recommend it.
1: Yeah I I've watched it as well and completely agree that was a recommendation. I did love it as well. But I would say a tweet about uh pixar that i thought was quite funny it was saying like pixar in the 90s oh what if toys were alive and pixar now what is our meaning for living what makes us who we are what is the fabric of human existence (laughs) like i think it's like feels like inside out and so like pixar and do we get an existential
4: like i think with toy story and stuff they like they are like more like quietly existential like do you mean but then nowadays Mm -hmm. they're like the world, is, the world is ending. Like, we need to talk about it and we need to discuss it and we need to get all our problems out in the open. And then there's cars. Like, do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> then like, even, so, I don't know. I think they're getting more, like, overtly, like, I think with Inside Out was there, like, when they started to get really explicitly into, like, dealing with more serious issues and then because that worked, I think they, they know that that works now. So I think, yeah, it's interesting to watch it happen. But then it also it is, still fits with the pixar the pixar way of being like it's still like it is still good like kids films but it's for everyone now so yeah
1: yeah so that's soul on disney plus good for uh children parents uh people having a quarter-life crisis like ourselves and so we'll go now to nave and nave what is your first recommendation for this week
5: so my first recommendation this week is going to be RuPaul's Drag Race UK. There is a new season of it. It just started a few weeks ago. I think we're currently three episodes in, so it's definitely not too late to catch up. And uh, there's a new episode every Tuesday on BBC3, or obviously you can get it on BBC iPlayer as well. Basically, if you have been living under a rock for the past 10 years and you don't know what RuPaul's Drag Race is, it's kind of like the America's Next Top Model of drag queens. There's normally twelve queens, and every week they compete against each other uh, for the top crown, the title of America's Next Drag Superstar. And basically, they've now created a spin-off of it. And in my opinion, a hot take maybe, but I think it's better than the US one. I just no, think, the, like the dry British humor. Yeah, the dry British humor just gets me every time. And because the queens are like, they're a little bit more unpolished than the American ones. I just think it's so much more personal to relate to them you know sometimes like I just feel like I'm so attached to all the queens and every week when one gets at home I'm actually really upset about it but um, yeah so three episodes in at the minute you've got to go back and watch it from the beginning so you can get to know everyone but I would definitely recommend it if you've watched the US one give the UK one a try and if you haven't watched any of it just start with the UK one because it is not to be missed and you know there's some really important discussions gender identity on there like Mm-hmm. it really gets you in the heart sometimes it's quite lighthearted for the most part like you think you're there just for a good time and then sometimes it just gets you in the feels. so a brilliant show
1: it does and that's what I love about draggers. Race it's, it's such an emotional roller coaster like one second you're laughing and the next second you're like crying over someone's identity crisis and Nave, who are you on Drag Race UK so the new season's out and we're a few episodes in who are you loving on this season like who you're rooting for
5: so I love uh, this week. I love Tia Coffee. She's brilliant. Okay. I love her. She's so funny because like she, uh, I feel like she has no idea what she's doing any of the time, but she just manages to like pull it out of the bag last minute. And I really relate to that, you know?
1: Definitely. So that's uh, Jagger's UK. I'm a BBC player and Navy's route for Tia Coffee. So make sure to watch that and uh, see if her fear if falls down or if she makes it to the end. And we'll go back again to Emma. Emma, what is your second recommendation for this week?
4: My second recommendation is another one that me and my housemate watched last night, and it is *WandaVision*, which is also on Disney Plus. I'm sorry if you don't pay for it, but that, like that's just you're wasting your money if you're not paying for it. Um, so *WandaVision* is the new Marvel series, and it's the first series in like the new phase. So it's about um. Scarlet Witch or Wanda and Vision um Vision and <laughs> they um it, it's, a, it's like a like a sitcom scenario so it starts as like a 50s sitcom and they're like a couple and then it's like 60s and 70s and different periods but there's something weird going on and there's something not quite right um and it's all very um it's described as a romance, comedy, drama, mystery, and those genres go together so immaculately. Like Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are so good in it. Like their their chemistry is amazing. It's hilarious, but it's also so shock Like we were addicted and the episodes are only like 25 minutes long. Like they're not that long. And they're released, I'm really sad about it, but they're released on a weekly basis. So there's only been four episodes released and they're released every Friday. Um and it's so addictive, like, we started it, and we watched all four episodes, and, and now we're just, like, it's one of those ones, like, you're just looking up theories of it constantly, um, and everything, it's just, like, I don't even know, if you haven't seen Marvel, it's hard to describe, but there's loads of um nods to previous Marvel films, so secondary characters that were in, like, the early Thor movies, and ant-man and the wasp um and the captain marvel and different things that their secondary characters and that are now like brought to the forefront in this which is like a really interesting thing to watch so yeah it's it's i i reckon i definitely do recommend it for marvel fans because there's so much in it even like me and my housemate were like we need to go back and rewatch like All of the movies because we have no idea what's going on, but it's really funny, really entertaining, and a good mystery. So, yeah, it's very addictive. And I think that everyone needs to just watch all 20 of the Marvel movies and then watch the series.
1: Definitely. Well, it seems like that might be for like it it might be a good time for Marvel fans because now, like after Endgame, it seems like a lot of these, like maybe more secondary characters that didn't get their time to shine, like now they're going to get a bit more recognition
4: yeah now that you know like iron man and captain america who were definitely like the key players um in the in that phase of marvel like they're gone now oh sorry all right but no no spoilers <laughs> i'm so sorry Oh, oh Emma, that's, for that's, that's um, i'm so sorry um well they're just they're not in it anymore I, i'll say no more than that
1: <laughs> um they're just but, <laughs> Emma, it's okay endgame came out like it went what like over a year ago two years ago, years ago. Yeah, and it was like the, it was like the biggest movie to come out ever you know what if, if if you haven't seen it then you're not one to be complaining about spoilers at this point
4: like i won't tell you what happens to them they're just not there anymore and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> good cover good we cover. Honestly- <laughs> they'll never know um, but they're not there anymore so you, you're you seeing like how in this next phase like who the key players are going to be so that progression is like really interesting to see and you start seeing it in WandaVision and I think you're going to see a lot more at this phase of things being released on Disney Plus and obviously a big part of the appeal for Marvel was like going to the cinema and having that like cinematic experience but it definitely does, like this definitely works um on Disney plus like it works so well in like a television setting um and it was good like it seems it seems like like all fun and games and then there's just it just switches and it's such a good show good mystery good good comedy and everything but it is definitely yeah it's a must watch for Marvel fans um for this upcoming phase now so yeah
1: so that's WandaVision on Disney plus is our second recommendation from Emma and we're going back to Nave. Nave what else do you have for us this week?
5: So the next thing I'm going to recommend is a film that is not actually a new film. It came out in 2017, but it's new to Netflix. I think it only got put on Netflix in the past couple of weeks. And I didn't hear anyone talking about it in 2017. So as far as I'm concerned, it just came out. Just uh, basically, it's this. Exactly. So this this film called What Happened to Monday. I actually found out about it via a TikTok. So that's very current of me. But um, What Happened to Monday Um basically it is about uh, this it's this dystopian setting in this like kind of future world uh, where the world is overpopulated so they have to introduce this new rule where it's only you're only allowed one child per family which you think it's all well and good right until this couple gives birth to seven identical girls septuplets if you will seven identical girls normally never mind in this post-apocalyptic scenario exactly it's terrifying as it is so obviously they have to now keep it a secret because they're only allowed one child and they don't want to get rid of the kids right so how they do this is they name all seven children after days of the week so there's monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday seven <laughs> kids <laughs> and basically each of them can only leave the house on the day of the week that they're named after and they all have to be pretend to be one person right so it's crazy enough as it is, and then one of them goes missing, okay? I'll let you guess which one. It's Monday. Monday. What, what <laughs> happened to her, right? Spoiler alert, it's so Monday. one of them has gone missing. Exactly. <laughs> and they have to find out where she is without trying to, like, without letting everyone know that they all exist. And it's it's insane. The movie that follows, it's honestly a wild ride. Um, it is a wee bit graphic in places. If you don't like violence or sex, like, it's not going to be the film for you. But If you can deal with those things, I would 100% give it a watch because it's so many twists and turns. Um, Basically, you think, okay, they're just going out to find Monday, but they end up finding out a lot of secrets between themselves that they've been keeping from one another as well. So I would 100% recommend that. It's on Netflix. Just give it a watch.
1: Definitely. That sounds so exciting. So that is What Happened to Monday. So all in all, our our recommendations this week are WandaVision and Soul on Disney Plus from Emma. And what happened Monday on Netflix and Drag Race UK, which is the BBC iPlayer from
4: Nave? Thank you so much for coming on again, girls. No worries. And uh, next week I will not spoil anything. <laughs> no, actually, Claudia, put a disclaimer on on it from now on. Yes, I'll put a no disclaimer, promise, and I'll
1: also put. Uh, uh, I'll put out Emma's Twitter and Instagram so that people can come into her DMs if they're annoyed about being spoiled from a um, game that came out two years ago.
4: <laughs> i'll I'll take it i, I can take the hit. i know I, I know i'm sorry
1: so thank you so much girls and i'll see you next week hopefully emma if she's not cancelled by then <laughs> thanks claudia
4: thank you claudia
0: And that is about all we have time for this week's episode. Thank you so much to the Love Bus for coming on the show and telling us about their new music. Make sure to listen to their new single, Sainsbury's, which is out on Spotify right now. Thank you to Kirsty King, Emma Walton and Neve Bell for their ever-interesting and regular updates about TV and film and music. Thank you so much to Cuba and Ross who helped me with in the show. And make sure to tune in next week to see what else we have on the Trendy Scoop. I've been your host, Claudia Savage.